Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Hey, y'all, and welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for family-first entrepreneurs building profitable and progressive businesses. If we haven't met yet, I'm your host, Meg Brunson, and my pronouns are she, her. Before we get started, I want to remind you that this podcast episode isn't going to change a thing in your business unless you take action. And the best way to follow through is by joining us inside of the Familypreneur Business Accelerator. It's where we work, win, celebrate, and grow together. Head over to familypreneur.co to join us today. All right, let's do this. Hey, hey, familypreneurs. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about managing time and priorities, how to step up as CEO of your business. And we are joined by Ashley Kang. Ashley is the hype woman for the service provider looking to regain clarity, sanity, and time back so they can grow as the CEO of their business and make an impact. AHK Business Management was born out of her desire to bring strategy systems and action planning together in a holistic way. Ashley is passionate about creating and prioritizing tangible action steps to get business owners unstuck and out of their own heads, all so they can stop feeling like a disgruntled employee in their own business and step into their CEO shoes. Ashley, I am so excited to have you here today. I feel like this is a topic we all need to be talking about. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Meg. And I love talking about these things. So I'm really pumped for our conversation. Yeah, I think most people, you know, when they they start their entrepreneurship, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but a lot of people I've encountered, they've been in like a nine to five, they decide they don't want to work 40 hours a week and do all those things. So they leave the nine to five, but that they end up stuck working 60 to 80 hours a week. And it's like they, we get stuck right in that, Mm -hmm. like, like you used to call it the disgruntled employee phase. And we really need to figure out how to move from that employee mindset into that CEO mindset. So what is the first thing that we need to do once we realize that this is us you're talking about? <laughs> this, this is me. Yeah, there. I think there are kind of three things that you should be doing in tandem, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, being really clear about where you're going. So your mission, vision, and values. That's what I call the business foundations. People call them your brand messaging guidelines, whatever you want to call it, but mission, vision, and values, because you need to know what direction you're pointing the ship, so to speak. You need to know how um, you're going to be serving your clients, your customers. And so if you're not clear on that, then I mean, you're a marketer, Meg. It's hard to talk about what you're trying to sell if you don't know. So that's one thing. Second thing is then having the action plan. So if you have the vision and mission, you have to break things down into goals and then into like shorter term priorities and projects. So you actually like can start moving in the direction you want to go. And then finally a weekly CEO day so that you're actually 
putting a pause on doing all the things for everybody else and all your clients and actually getting time to check progress on your own goals, self-correct where you're going, adjust, do some self-care, which is super important and, you know, plan ahead and prepare. So those are the three things that, you know, I think a lot of people try to just jump right into everything and just go. Sure. But you have to have those three things in place before you can actually make some sustainable moves. So let's focus on one at a time and kind of see if yeah. we dive a little deeper into those. Um, let's start with the business mission, vision, and values. How do you go about setting those things, like mm -hmm. defining those things, figuring out what they are um, yeah. so that they can... And then we can talk about how we can use them to guide us, right? But first, how, yeah. do, we, how do we define them? So really, your mission is the, like, what you're, what you're about, what you are trying to get at. Um, people sometimes, you know, put mission and niche in the same bucket. They're not exactly the same thing, but for all intents and purposes, similar. It's, it's what you are doing, um, you know. Starbucks is in Starbucks's mission, for example, is to inspire people with coffees. I think close enough um, to, to inspire pe the human spirit one cup of coffee at a time. I think that's what it is, something like that. And so their mission is about inspiring people, and their vision is to create community and caffeinate people, right? Um, but mission is really what you're doing. And so if you can articulate, I do X, Y, Z for whoever your ideal client is so that whatever the transformation is, you're golden to be really simple. And it changes, right? Business changes. We pivot, we grow, our priorities change. Um, vision is like the pie in the sky, as one of my friends would call it, um, the long-term goals, like the really far out things that you are striving for, um, whether that be like a personal vision or business vision of being able to have a team, for example, that might be one of your visions, part of your vision. Um, personal vision might be being able to own a home. Um, and so then those things in your vision are the things that you reverse engineer and trickle down into those projects. Um, that you actually act upon. Um, and then values. That's how you go about doing your business and things that are important to you as the CEO, the business owner, things that are important to your clients, um, whether they, whether it's like an internal value of we really value communication, clear communication within our team, with our clients. And so we respond to all inquiries within 24, 48 hours, right? Um, values could also mean we as a business really value equity and accessibility. That's something I know, Meg, you value. And so then all the decisions and the way you go about your business is filtered through that value. So um, mission, vision, values, the business foundation stuff, coming to those things, it takes a little bit of self-reflection <laughs> and a little bit of wordsmithing and really there's no right or wrong way to arrive on or arrive on them because they are yours and your business and your business is a reflection of you so there's no right or wrong way to do it 
I love the way that you broke all of those things down, first of all. And I just think I want to add on to it. Like, and you were getting that, like you touched on it too, but I want to add on yeah. to it, emphasize, please. Um, just to do it and not dwell on like the perfection of it. Like you mentioned yeah. wordsmithing and I feel like that can come later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that can come later. Yeah. But this is a step. It took me a while to do it. Like I didn't know to do this when right. I first started my business. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about this business. Like, <laughs> like I run businesses without doing this and having yeah. gone through this process has been transformational. And like you said, it does change. I try to go through everything once a year, like just to make sure it's still right. in alignment. Um, mm-hmm. I happen to do all of that stuff over like the Christmas, New Year's holiday. Yeah. That's always been like where I find the time to, to do things. Mm-hmm. But also anytime your your direction changes or whatever, exactly. just to review these things. It was only recently that I actually added DEI and, mm-hmm. and I call it now justice. Yeah. And part of it was like, it had always been like inside of me, but I didn't, I just didn't realize that its role was one of my values and Mm -hmm. it does just shift the way that you operate in your business. So, yeah. And I'll, we'll probably circle back to the whole, go back and review your mission, vision values later, but yeah, there it ebbs, it flows, it grows, it expands, it changes. Um, they're not, just those shiny things that are on your website, on your about tab that feel really stale or static. You know, they're living, breathing things. They change and you should be using them in your business, whether you're really explicit with talking about them or not. And you just, they're floating around in the back of your head all the time, but they're, they're an active living thing. Yeah. The first time I did it, I I think I Googled like, what are other businesses values? And Mm -hmm. I had things like transparency and agility and just words that weren't like, they didn't matter. (laughs) But that's what I ran with at first. And it's fine because it's Mm -hmm. building blocks. So like, do what you need to do and then keep returning to it. Right. um, And and you'll be, you'll be golden. So Mm -hmm. then once you have that, that mapped out, can you talk a little bit about how you filter your decisions using those things? Yeah. So I, I I toss around that phrase, decision-making filter all the time. And really whenever, when you're setting your goals, when um, you're trying to prioritize things or when a new opportunity comes along and you're just like, should I do it? The first thing that you should think about before you even get into the whole, like, do I have the money, the time, the capacity to do this before you even get into the technical bits, it's really, okay, is this something that helps me move myself closer to, you know, my vision, my business uh, vision? Does this align with my mission? Um, Do my values support this? And usually, I mean, you can do that pretty quickly in your head. And if the answer is yes, a resounding yes, then that's when you get into the more technical, all right, do I have the budget for this? Do I have the team to do this? Do I have the time, right? Um, But, you know, why bother doing all of that thinking and analyzing and planning if, no, it doesn't actually support your vision or your long-term goals? Like, um, for me, if somebody came up to me and was like, hey, do you want to uh, 
buy a share in this, uh, I don't know, I'm just thinking of something random, like this gaming console. And I'll be like, why would I ever do that? That does not fit with my mission, vision, and values for my business, at least not right now. So that's an easy no, hard pass. <laughs> um, yeah. So it I'm thinking about, like, I can see how this would, would fit when it comes to different like offers you may see like yeah, courses or exactly. opportunities. I know I follow a ton of people and you know, when they offer something new, mm-hmm. it's like you want to jump on it right away because you just love them and you yes. know, they have to offer. Um, and I've fallen into that trap where I buy courses <laughs> and then they like sit there and I never exactly. actually do them. So I feel like by filtering them through this process, you'd be able mm-hmm. to say, okay, this is a really cool course on list building. Yeah. For example, but yeah. is list building actually something I'm focusing on right now? Right. Or am I, on, you know, focusing on this other thing? And, you know, the flip side too um, is true of when you're getting ready to uh, maybe put out a new offer. Some people will have an idea for an offer or a service or a course. And I've had these conversations with clients before where I'm like, okay, like, I know this is a great idea. This sounds really cool. But does this actually like help you move closer to your vision, help you move the needle on your current goals for the business? Because mm. probably not. Like <laughs> it's a, it's the shiny object syndrome um, that we all fall prey to if we're being honest yep. with ourselves. Um, and so it's a it's a good gut check. Yeah, the decision making filter. It's the first step. You just stop, pause instead of just again rushing into things. No, that's a great example. I can think of so many things people promote virtual summits, mm-hmm. starting a podcast, running VIP days, challenges, like all these yeah. different like strategies to grow your business. But if you jump on everyone without mm-hmm. filtering them through, it's going to be a hot mess. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Awesome. 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 Now, what about that action plan? This is number two. You told us there were three things. Yeah. Number one was mission, vision, values, foundations. And then number two was action plan. So you're talking about an action plan for the next year based mm-hmm. on your goals. What does that look like? So, you know, we are all entrepreneurs. We're business owners. Things change. Planning can, you know, you can do all the planning and that can get chucked out the window, you know, at any point when things happen. But Without a plan in place, all of our creativity, our energy is really unfocused and it just, you know, we don't, we walk around with like a headless chicken, right? (laughs) We don't know what we're doing, what we should be doing. And so having um, an action plan, which is really simply five big goals for your year, no more than five because we're human. Um, you know, usually the sweet spot is somewhere in the three to five big goals that you then break down into like bigger projects and you, you know, spread them out across your year, um, by quarter. And then you can then tackle those things in those quarters, those 90 day chunks to really guide your monthly and weekly daily planning. So it's all about the reverse engineering, but as you go through your action plan, as you go through the quarter, you might be like, mm, I'm not, I'm not seeing the return on investment on this, or I don't think this might, this is worth it, or this might take longer, or wow, we finished that really quickly. Then you're able to like not spend as much time worrying about what comes next. You can, 
it gives you having an action plan for your year gives you something to work off of and adjust. It's harder to make a plan on the fly than it is to adjust an existing one, right? Sure. <laughs> um, so, you know, setting out the plan, the big goals, and then knowing as you start, things might shift and that's okay. Um, but you've been able to at least to break it down into tangible, doable pieces. So it's not as overwhelming. It's not as intimidating. And you can at least then set direction to just start going. Now, when you're talking about these like five-ish or less, right, mm -hmm. um, goals, are these things like launches or are they income goals? Or can we talk a little bit about like sure. what the goals should look like? Yeah. Um, both of what you just described, it could be launching a program or launching a podcast because, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into those things. And, you know, it takes more than a month or two or even a quarter to get any of those things off the ground. So, yeah, those would be things you could have a really big income or revenue goal. And then the way when you reverse engineer that, that breaks it down to more of, all right, these are the activities that I'm going to do to try to bring in more revenue, whether it's I'm going to really invest in my referral partner network um, this quarter, or I'm going to um, really work on repurposing my video podcast content, whatever it is, you can make those goals. You have to make the goals. One, you have to tie them back to your mission, vision values. Like that's the first mm -hmm. thing. Um, making sure that you can measure progress in some way, whether it's a hard metric or a number, or it's, you know, you have enough projects that you can kind of assess the completion rate. And then, you know, making sure you have the resources to do it because some people might set goals and they don't actually have the financial um, means to follow through with those things. They might not have the team and the manpower. They might not actually have the time or the systems to back them up to do it. So, when you're goal setting, you have to stop and really think about all of those things. And that's why you have to plan. You have to, you have to sit down and put some time into it in the beginning. Um, and then as you go, you can adjust, but you shouldn't be setting goals that you can't possibly, you know, complete. You have to, they should be something that stretches you, but not something that's completely impossible out of the realm of pop. It reminds me of the acronym SMART goals. Exactly. I always forget what SMART yeah. stands for. I have to Google it every single yep. time. Um, and that's okay. Remember the term SMART goals yep. and then Google Exactly. Just yeah. Google it. And it'll tell you they're like, it's like measurable is the end yep. and timely and relatable. But like, I forget what they all mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's easy <laughs> enough to Google um, and help you with that. So it feels like that's kind exactly. of relevant to this conversation. Yep. And you know, it's smart goals is definitely something that I teach and work with my clients on, but I always am like, you can call them smart goals, but I think sometimes those fancy acronyms freak people out. So I'm just like, here's your checklist. <laughs> sure. You know, it's, it shouldn't be intimidating. Goal setting should actually be kind of fun. <laughs> um, yeah. and it shouldn't be overwhelming. And also, you know, when you start setting goals, it's a really great idea to bounce your goals off of somebody else, like your business bestie. Be like, okay, you know me, you know my business, you know what my angst and celebration points are. Here's what I'm thinking for the next year. What are your thoughts? Do you think I can do this? Is there something I'm missing completely? And 
honestly, whenever I do this, I am always so grateful to my business pals because they'll either say, actually, this is a great idea or uh, remember when you said X, Y, Z a couple months ago, <laughs> like you crazy, you know, go back to the drawing board. And so I think that's the other part of the goal setting process is make sure you invite somebody else's brain into it. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be reciprocal. Exactly. Right? So like I would share all my stuff with you and then you would share your stuff with me. We give each other feedback mm -hmm. and it's a win-win. So I feel like you just have to find somebody who's on board exactly. with the same process. Yes. And it is super helpful. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I make my husband fill that role, <laughs> but he's not the best. No, I don't want to. He's wonderful. But like, he's not always the best person for that kind of task. Right. Because he doesn't have the same entrepreneurial mindset. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's nice to have somebody else who's like in the trenches. Exactly. But um, separate enough to give you that outsider right. point of view. Right. Okay. Well, I, I love all that. I love all that. Now what, once you have your goals set, um, what is the best way to make sure we don't like totally forget? Um, <laughs> because that's something yeah. I've done. So one of my favorite things to talk about, this is what I'm starting to become known for are CEO days and CEO days simply put, are a weekly chunk of time that you spend to work on your business, not in it and like not working on client work, but on your business. It's time for you as the CEO, as the business owner to reflect on what's been going on, you know, do some renewal activities, whether it's self-care or professional development, and then reset. So plan and prepare for what comes ahead. And really, regardless of if you have a team or not, you're the CEO, you're growing, making visionary decisions. So before you start object, people start objecting and being like, oh, I don't consider myself the CEO. I'm just a solopreneur. You know, let's take it back and, you know, shake some right. shoulders here. Um, you're the CEO. <laughs> this whole episode is about stepping into yes, that role. Exactly. <laughs> and part of being a CEO is you need to know what the heck is going on in your business. And so and to remind yourself of your goals, of your vision of where are you going? What direction are you trying to take your business? And, you know, as entrepreneurs and as business owners, like life is crazy. We're juggling our personal life as well as our business. And there are a million things happening, whether you have a team helping you or not, there is a lot going on. Um, somebody once said, you know, CEO, that means chief of everything. <laughs> and it's mm -hmm. really true um, because at a high level, you're in charge of everything. And so the weekly CEO day is time for you to like realign. And um, part of your CEO day should be to, you know, check back in on your goals. What progress are you making on the projects that will support your goals that quarter? It's a good time to make a plan to continue breaking down those goals and those projects so that you can achieve the goals and your vision. Um, it's that time where you can do that decision-making and do those gut checks of, am I actually enjoying what I'm doing? Is this actually nurturing and growing the business? Um, take care of all of those other things like finances and bookkeeping good time for networking, go through all those millions of courses and programs that you've bought or are a part of <laughs> um, and self-care, you know, self-care can be 
you know, something as easy as I'm going to go work at a coffee shop or I'm going to order a nice lunch in to I'm going to book a massage once a month, you know, during my CEO day time. So really the CEO day is a way to manage not just your time, but your energy and your business capacity, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I feel like this is something I've kind of been doing, but didn't really know it was a thing. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't know it was a thing, but I've, for the past, I want to say like two plus years, I don't make any appointments on Wednesdays. Mm. It's like midweek. I keep my calendar yeah. clear and I just allow myself to be very intentionally in control of that time. Mm. And not every Wednesday looks the same. Sure. Some Wednesdays I take my kids and we go to a museum and we have family time and, but it allows me to like. And I love my clients, yeah. right? But it allows me to have time where everybody knows I'm unavailable. Right. And so I'm not answering emails. You know, I, I check, I do right. check in the morning and before, but, right. But I'm not like glued to my mm -hmm. email or glued to Slack or glued to all of those things. And But I feel like I, I love the idea of calling it a CEO day and being a little bit more intentional maybe about checking all the boxes you mentioned, yeah. like business development self-care, um, things like that, because I'm sure there's areas I could expand. Right. On. And I love that you said it, it, not every Wednesday looks the same. And, you know, even with, you know, for my clients, when we do a design, my CEO day, which is my signature service, and we're building out their CEO day plan, you know, we're always talking about, you know, this list, this plan is here to guide you. And like some of the stuff will become second nature and you can probably cruise right through it. But then there's like that exciting part of you can do what you want. You are the CEO, like it's your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, really, the CEO day is so that you can be refilling your CEO cup so that you can show up 100% for your business, your clients, your team, if you have one, and for yourself, because you're the one running your business. Like you chose to build this business. And so you need to be able to have that time and space to celebrate the work and enjoy it. Yeah. I think right before we started recording, I told you I'm like newly addicted to reels. It's been like <laughs> may maybe a month, maybe it's been a month by now. Um, but like last Wednesday or two Wednesdays ago, I recorded like 30 mm -hmm. reels. And for some people that may sound like torture. <laughs> Right. But I had a, t I had so much fun yeah. with it. And I had, I went to my co-working space and I, I was working, but like in a way that I felt I was having a lot of mm -hmm. fun. Um, and I, and nobody bothered me because it was my, my day off, my <laughs> Wednesdays. I, I just love this. I love, tell me, I want to know, you've got a, a becoming the CEO email series. Does that talk about these CEO days? Tell me what that email series yeah, is. Yeah. So like. the email series is for the online service provider or coaches who want to create more time and space to manage and grow their business and step into their CEO shoes. So it's a weekly email series. Every Monday, I pop into your inbox with some little tidbit. Um, I just, even off the top of my head, there was some mindset coaching a couple of weeks ago about you are the CEO, whether you have a team or not. Um, there's one this last week was, how do you do a pulse check? What kinds of things should you be looking at? Um, for your, you know, metrics or whatnot, your data that you should be collecting. 
Um, I've got some other really fun things coming up. So it's a, it's a little, how should I put it? It's a CEO goodie bag every Monday in your inbox. Um, so that's a great <laughs> resource. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. And I like to think of, you know, I'm sure you know this too from your marketing lines, your email community is really like a special, intimate kind of group of people. They're like in the know of what's happening. So I've been really enjoying that. Awesome. Well, we'll put a link yeah. to that in the show notes. And then can you tell me a little bit about, you said, you mentioned your signature, signature service. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that too and how else you work yeah, with Yeah. So it is called Design My CEO Day. It is a VIP day experience. So it's a five hour um, experience where I work with clients to build out their custom CEO day plan. So it's not to get people all intimidated. It's really just how do we build out that list of things in categories of what you need to do each week to really one, feel like the CEO and then act like the CEO of your business. Um, and as well as implementing some simple systems, whether it's Airtable based or ClickUp list to help you actually do those things on your CEO day plan and manage some other aspects of your business and then optimize it all by creating a CEO worthy weekly schedule because your CEO day is only going to be as good as um, the rest of your week and the rest of your week can leverage your CEO day better if it um, actually has some time blocking and day theming. So all of those things combined, it's how do you manage your time and capacity as the CEO? I love this. I feel like I still could probably use it now, <laughs> but it's especially something that I know would have benefited me five mm -hmm. years ago when I left the corporate world and launched this business and had no freaking idea what I was doing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like this, this would be huge. And I love that you help break all of those things down and, and get people comfortable stepping into that role. Cause that's really the first step to success, right. right. Is being able to build those. And you know, it's, there's also so much coaching that goes into it because I think a lot of times, you know, I get this way too, and I am a CEO day, like fiend, <laughs> but we, you know, there's some like guilt associated, I think, when we think about not doing client work and like stepping out of that for just even a, a little bit, it freaks people out. So you, you have to give yourself mm -hmm. permission, especially in the early days of your business, when you're like, I have to bring in the money. I have to like, I have to take, I have to say yes to everything, which is not true. Um, and it's the CEO day is like that forceful reminder to actually take that break away from the constant hustle of client work. So, Yeah. I feel like the, the danger, right? The real danger is that you're, if you spend so much time on mm -hmm. your clients and you're not spending enough time on yourself, clients aren't right. forever. Right. Right. And then, so if, and when contracts end or people cancel yeah. or move on or whatever the case may be, if you haven't been doing the work on your mm -hmm. business, you're going to have a really hard time exactly replacing that income which is again something i'm i'm speaking from past mm -hmm. experience mm -hmm. so awesome i want to thank you so much for sharing all of this with us where can people find you on yeah the um my website ahkbusinessmanagement.com or my instagram at ahkbusinessmanagement and on both of those things you can easily sign up for the becoming the ceo weekly email series 
Um, I love it when people slide into my DMs on Instagram too. So um, that's how people can find me. Well, I'm going to definitely go search for it on Insta because I'm not sure if we're going to find each other, but I will be. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you and all this value you brought to us talking about mission, vision, values, action plans, and CEO days. So yeah, thank, thank you, you so for much. having me. All right. That is it for this episode of Familypreneur. Join us inside of the Familypreneur Business Accelerator to follow through on the action steps from this episode alongside an incredibly supportive community. Plus, access our robust training vault and a variety of exclusive monthly virtual events, including co-working, happy hours, and bonus training sessions. Head over to familypreneur.co and join us today. Until next time, I'll see you over in the Familypreneur Business Accelerator. Bye for now.